You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network. Not the only movie we've watched with a plot that revolves around sex with a 15-year-old girl. But thankfully, this is not the grossest. Jamie, let's go watch She's Out of Control. Everyone to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. I am here. I, being Jamie Lorello, am here with a DP, Doug McCambridge. We are here to discuss a movie from the 1980s. How exciting! <laughs> and um, we're wrapping up our month. We're closing out Aww. our month of Tony Danza. I know. And and really, that's a wrap on Tony Danza in the '80s cinema. No, remember right? he's in uh, Cannonball Run Two that we have to. Oh, right, have to right, right. in somewhere. But he he's not any sort of a lead role in Cannonball Two, right? I would Am be I surprised. Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> Given no. what we've seen from him in the three movies we've covered, um, I would be shocked if he was the lead of the Cannonball Run sequel. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> But here we are to talk about his um, his later 80s. His, he was definitely into Who's the Boss then because you definitely see right. some Tony Maselli coming out. Yeah, I mean this is, as we said with Going Ape, I don't think we said it during the show because I don't think we knew when it took place. But it was in the middle of the taxi run. I feel like this is in the middle of the Who's the Boss run. Yeah, yeah. And it's sort I, of yeah. like you got downtime and you know movie roles i can't imagine how many scripts came tony tony's way yeah and this is what he chose and this it's is? interesting that he would say yeah i'll just be who's the boss again like i'll just do this again yeah. cuz it's kind of what he's doing yeah. and it's i'm not going to say that no why wouldn't i just say that just these say characters aren't interesting mm there's no real like he's playing Tony Maselli the, the his girlfriend is playing kind of the same character from the Star Trek whale movie like there's no range to any of these actors like yeah. you, you know what i mean does that kind of make sense and yeah. even even the boyfriend who we saw in waxwork um oh yeah that's where he's from the grungy boyfriend yeah yeah like he's kind of just the same character as in waxworks and is also the same character that he plays in twin peaks like he's just that character this is come as you are is what they call this this casting yeah you don't gotta try hard you don't gotta mesh into a character just you be you no the best you can be daughter i really didn't do a whole lot of research on her she she Kept making movies into the early 2000s, mm. but nothing really big. And wasn't it a lot of like horror movies? It and was. Thrillers? Yes. Yeah. So there's a chance we'll see her again. Oh. If we do Witchboard 2. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the early 90s. I don't know. But you're right. You're right. He plays, he's a single dad. The difference is he's not a, he's, he is the manager of a radio station, right? 
or the producer. He's a head honcho of this radio station, but he really loses sight of his job completely. Although we're kind of introduced to the fact that I guess the radio station right off the bat isn't doing that well. Because the first time he's there, they're like, oh, we're down to number six. Yeah. So it's just. I don't, I don't know. Like, I understand that issues with his daughter create issues at work, but it already seems like there are some issues at work. I, I think that he's at a place at work. Ratings are low, but if he could focus on the job, the task at hand, the thing that he does, he could probably make it. Six isn't that bad. And he even says, yeah, we're number six, but there's like... 94 other people that would want to be radio stations are in where are they they're in southern california no i think they're in southern california man okay that art deco architecture of this radio station i swore they were in miami oh yeah i was like this looks like a building in miami vice oh yeah let's switch gears here just for one quick second because People are probably getting this podcast, and this is the first podcast where you're seeing a new logo. So I assume you're not alarmed and you understand what it is that you opened, but that'll be our logo from now on. So just, yeah, get used to it. And also, if you probably, by the time you're listening to this, we have merchandise. Merch. We've got merch. Yeah. Stuff that you can buy on T Public. We have a shop on T Public. You can just look up GTGM Cast or just type in the words Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> uh type in St. Elmo's Fire. Type in The Last Unicorn. Type in Titular. That's the <laughs> stuff that I have so far, but there will be more and if anybody has any special requests or Merch personal ideas, requests, yeah. yeah, from any movies that we have covered, mm-hmm. let me know. Or if you want to make money, you guys can design whatever <laughs> you want and put it up on our store and you can make money selling stuff about us if you want to. It doesn't We're really matter. That's, yeah, that's kind of how yeah. public works. So anyway, go on. Get a coffee mug or a T-shirt or whatever. How fun. Right. New new logo and merch. That's awesome. New logo, merch, a whole new direction. Here comes Good Times, Great Movies mm-hmm. 2019. Right. Reboot. I love That's it. That's right. Everything is being improved except for yeah. the content that you're listening no, to right now. that will stay exactly the same. Actually, we're going to record more daytime um, recordings so oh, that we can great. splash in more of Doug feeding his children and then abandoning them. Yeah, it's wonderful. It <laughs> I put a lot of booze in that juice. She is going to be out like a light. Yeah, boozy Susie upstairs is just going to be snoring away in the next fifteen minutes. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's talk about she's out of control. Let's also, we did not mention the name of the movie. Oh, well, yeah, that was kind of a hidden. Yeah, like a figure so, it out. Yeah, she's out of control. Yeah, right. Nineteen eighty-six. Yes. 88? 89. 89. This, this is it. This We're at is the it for Danza. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think we covered what was going ape. I think that was 81. 80, yeah, that was earlier. Yeah. yeah. 81, 80. Yeah. Yeah. And then sprinkled in there, we have the Hollywood Nights and Cannonball Run, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, go back. Go go to Patreon. You can listen to us talk about Cannonball Run. No. No, you can't do the that. The Hollywood Nights. <laughs> You can imagine what we might say about <laughs> Cannonball Run 2. Why did they make a second one? Uh, so, yes, she's out of control. Mm-hmm. Although, is she really the one out of control in Who's this movie? Who's out of control <laughs> it's here? pretty clear. Who's seeing Tony a psychiatrist? Huh? 
Wow. That, when Wallace Shawn showed up, I thought for a second, I was like, oh, he's suddenly infusing some sort of class into this movie. And then it was just the Wallace Shawn, Tony Danza show after yeah. that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At the very the end, too, when they're at each other. Movie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I just thought he was going to be a psychiatrist for a scene or two. Oh, no. No. He gets way more screen time than the youngest daughter. Yes. Who is spunky in her own right. She's got her mm-hmm. own little, you know. And she was fun. I enjoyed her. I liked how she sort of operated as her sister's secretary. Like, yeah. She was keeping. Well, floods of phone calls and yes. scheduling. And, and all right, let's let's get into it. So when 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 it opens, there's a there's a kind of a flashback. We find out to this weird radio station fight, right? Like, yes, I did not know that this movie was going to take place in the past. Like, Mm. I didn't know that it was just Tony Danza recounting these events to police officers, to the detectives. Yep. And I had forgotten that that was happening until the end of the movie, and I went. Why is he telling them all of these details? Because <laughs> they're not important. She's out of control, or he's out of control. So in the beginning, right. we you don't know who it is, and then it's done. There's a, a little bit where it's from his POV walking around the, the hospital. Right? Yeah, we get we get Danza POV, which is kind of off putting because we see a fight at a radio station as you yeah. said and then we see someone get thrown through a glass window yeah fall through a glass window yeah <laughs> well no i again it's revealed at the end that he just falls but yeah. it looks like he was thrown through yeah. a window yeah and we get tony danza pov in a hospital which yeah. is really kind of great yeah oh yeah and the police <laughs> We'll not let him leave. No, no. And he's even like, what, what do you mean? The only person assaulted here was me. <laughs> because originally, like, you think Tony Danza shows up at this radio station to beat the crap out of some guy. Yeah. And he does show up there. But apparently then he's the one that goes through this window. Yeah. And the police just, you know, they just want him to tell them why all of this happened. And then he does. For what reason? I'm not sure. I do, like, is Wallace Shawn pressing charges here? Like, why are the police involved? Is it just because the window got broken? I I, I think there's the window got broken, and perhaps the, perhaps the detectives are equally concerned about the radio okay. station's ratings. And- right. Yeah. <laughs> They're investigating <laughs> radio station ratings. Maybe it's that schlubby co-producer or whoever that yeah, dude is. Yeah, that dude. Maybe he yeah. called them. That guy, I don't know who he is. I really didn't look him up, but he's he's been in. He kind of just plays a deadbeat best friend in yeah, a lot of movies, yeah, or else he yeah. looks like he should be playing. Agreed, that. agreed. Yeah, I didn't look him up either, but he's kind of the, the radio station sidekick. Right. I think he's the DJ essentially, and Tony Danza's the station manager. Yes, um, yes. But and and Tony Danza then begins to talk to the police, and mm-hmm. I assume his story starts. Well, our radio station's ratings weren't great. <laughs> no, he then doesn't. I went. Then I went home and I played basketball with my youngest daughter. <laughs> like, why do the cops need any of this information? We we discover early on that he could care less about the ratings dropping. He's he's a single dad. I don't remember if his wife passed or what. He I think he mentions what happens to his wife, but he's a single dad of two daughters. 
Oh, yes. I don't think he ever mentions it. I assume she died. That's what I'm assuming. They ever, but it's not like the girls ever say, I wish mom was around to tell me about this or. Right. Because, but I assume she's dead because if she was alive, first of all, if she was alive, I'm not saying it would be a better movie, but if (laughs) she was alive and she was the one who like got the daughter all oversexed and and everything like that, like, and then he had this conflict with his ex-wife. I kind of probably would have preferred that a over the bit. girlfriend over like, right. having a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they had to bring it full circle where, cause later on in the movie, um, she's finally introducing him to her parents and maybe so that they could get like a, See, dads always have to go through. I mean, you're a dad. Did you relate to any of this at all? Do you oh, worry? I have a lot to say okay. about this because his okay. his react. This movie is like the wet dream of every like overprotective, gun toting like boys can't be coming around my daughter. Like it is so <laughs> over the top, like fueling that weird dad rage that I never. <laughs> Like, you I don't, don't care. understand. You're like, how. I don't care. Take my daughter no. out. No, it's a weird thing to be like, you know, and, and maybe it's just me. Like, I know <clears throat> at some point my daughters are going to have sex. Yeah. I don't want to think about Like, they want to think about me having sex as much as I want to think about them. <laughs> but, like, it's going to happen. And you can't, looking at it from the perspective of a teenage boy, like, I don't know. Like if if you go over to a girl's house to take her out and her dad's like weird and threatening and has a gun or something like that would be scary at the moment. But you are not thinking about that guy at all after you're out of that house with with the girl. Like it's such a weird – it's such a weird male point of view that I I can't connect with even though I have daughters. I I don't know. I think it's a common male point of view though. I think No, I think it is. Yeah. I, but I, I could I I applaud you for not being that way because I don't think it's necessarily a healthy male point of view. <laughs> you don't but think um, so. <laughs> but I, I think it's now. To be fair though, he's never he's not a gun toter. No 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 no. Character. No. I think his name is Doug actually in this movie. I think it is the, think Simpson, yeah, the Doug most Simpson. Italian mm-hmm. Simpson ever. <laughs> hey, my name's Simpson. I'm Doug Simpson. <laughs> I'm Doug no, Simpson. Yeah, yeah, he's Hey, Doug why don't Simpson. you go find out where spaghetti was born? <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Simpson. That's right. When she wants to get her plans <laughs> to go to Italy. Oh, yeah. Dougie Simpson. No, but, so he doesn't ever tote a gun at them, but he no. does make uncomfortable... Um, like you said, he's got these uncomfortable relationships he forms. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not over the top. It's not like he's threatening these kids no, either. No, like he insists on meeting them and sitting down with them and getting to know them, which, like you know, said, which seems it's rational. Awkward, like, seems fashionable? Right. No, no, no. It seems rational. Oh, To yes. be like, oh, let me talk to this kid for a little right. while. I don't, I don't have any issue with that. The... The spying, the lengths that he goes, like oh, the, but that's on recommendation of the psychiatrist that he does. Oh yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. But also before the psychiatrist, he appears to be doing research on these guys too, because the one guy is like, you know what, you got two speeding tickets. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like, how did you get this information? And how about this that guy? the guy starts crying about that? That guy's great. He's I love when he calls up. later to cry again. Yeah. Well, first of all, before she even gets into the dating world and he's doing all this investigative work, she's turning 15 
and he brings her home a giant teddy bear. That's so, so before he even gets crazy about how he's going to interview her her potential suitors. Um, right. He's he definitely wants to keep his little girl his little girl, mm-hmm. right? And um, did you notice the sister? Even though I enjoy her, she's got that kind of that weird giggle. <laughs> I can't even do yeah, it. Yeah, she's got a she's weird not, laugh. She's not great. She she's does. not great in this movie. What um, is great though is when we first meet his fifteen-year-old daughter Katie, and she's upstairs in her room flash dancing. <laughs> <laughs> with these glasses on that are she, those glasses oh my, God. my husband walked in while he was like <laughs> why did they need to put those glasses because the actress herself is a cute girl and i guess they needed to make her super awkward looking they gave her braces and then these like Beyond Coke bottle. They're insane. It, it reminded me of, do you remember that Seinfeld episode where he has oh, to yes. wear glasses <laughs> yes, to fool yes. that guy? And, and they're so magnified that his yeah. eyes take up the entire, <laughs> like, they are so comical because, and that's what I kind of enjoyed is this movie is so cliche in, in every mm. sense of the word. I mean, yeah, this yeah. is just, you know, three sitcoms mashed together sure so the idea like a like a she's all that thing where it's like oh she's weird and ugly because she wears glasses but they take it to a level that i've never seen in a movie before well she's in the weird like sweatsuit flash dancing upstairs again i guess it's her 15th birthday she's trying to come into herself the only thing they were missing was like headgear like she should be wearing headgear not just hold her braces into place yeah exactly She does. She doesn't. She's got weird ponytails issues. Whatever. But she's a hot mess, and he brings her a teddy bear, and is like, "I love." He's got a lot of. They're very Danza esque, but a lot of like facial expressions that he makes throughout this movie. And when he sees her <laughs> dancing, like flash dancing, he's like, "What are you doing? You're gonna hurt yourself." What's he's happening? very confused. No. Also, nobody knows how to operate the the stereo in her room either. Like oh, he yeah, doesn't they... know how to turn it off. His girlfriend goes up later and can't seem to figure out how to turn it down. Yeah, it's... yeah. She's turning fifteen and she's got a lot of changes that she wants to have happen. She's there's right. a next door neighbor boy. What was the, at first I was like, what's what's happening right now? Because all he does is go to the window yeah. and this kid pops his head out of the window. At first I thought it was like down the hall. Like it was her brother because it looks like it's the yeah, same, same house. house. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Mr. Maselli. Let's just call him Maselli. All right. Um, hey, Mr. Simpson. What's going on? He's like, hey, Robert. What's that kid's name? Robert? Richard? Something. I don't know. Something lame. But, yeah. you know, it's like, hey, how are you doing? Uh, great. And, yeah, so this kid lives next door. We find out later he's dating the daughter. Since elementary I, school. They've, it's. I think they've been set up because they're neighbors. And he's like. I don't. I don't, I don't was, like it. I don't like his reaction to almost anything she says. When she wants to break up with her boyfriend, Tony Danza is devastated oh, yeah, by yeah. this news, yeah. and she's like, "Dad, you can still be his friend." I'm like, yeah. "I don't like any of this. <laughs> this is making me all uncomfortable." You should not well, be friends about, with a with a 15 year old neighbor boy. So he's, I guess, for her 15th birthday since she's 15, they take her out to this like dance club what is this oh also just very quickly you, you talked about europe 
I love how she's just going to Europe for school. Oh yeah, how he, he wants to just he hold brings on her to the his tickets. daughter. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "You're my daughter. You're a child. I am never going to let you mm-hmm. go." Oh, P.S. Have fun in Europe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on so wait, you can't date other guys, but go to find like an Italian man that maybe can sweep you off your feet over in Italy. Yeah, he he gives her the giant teddy bear, and that's as her gift, and that's funny because she's like, "Dad, I already have a teddy bear," and he's like, yeah, "Don't worry." I like that reaction I, too because I was like, <laughs> even if he thinks of her as a child like no kid's ever gonna be like oh i already have a stuffed animal that's not a reaction anyone would have no but he also says i've got your tickets here to europe and not only does she want to is it that she doesn't want to go to europe or she just doesn't want the boyfriend to be her chaperone because she wants to break up with him? well that's the confusing thing because she says to him that she's not sure that she wants to go yeah, to europe yeah and he's like katie and my thought was that's insane like that yeah. is insane Especially if you want to grow up and be more independent, this is the exact opposite of the way you're feeling. Like, I then understand that maybe it has to do with the boyfriend, but I don't know. Like, she seems to have a plan to ditch this kid before Europe. I think the problem, I think the the focus for her is in the next couple scenes later when we see, so he, Danza's got a girlfriend um, that is in cahoots. Dance has got a business trip. He's got to go on a, a well, he's, she is with the, right, with the right, daughter. Yeah. Cause they have this plan. We see it a couple of scenes later where they're going to start this transformation for her. Because Danza's got to go to a radio station conference. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) It's just just enough to get him out of of town. I want to know what the whale scientist, what she does for a living. Like her apartment? That is an amazing apartment. Well, she's a designer of some kind. That's why she's helping. That's why she comes swooping in to help with like the whole makeover. It's it's weird because when she is at his house, she looks like your run-of-the-mill you know, suburban mom. Yeah. And then suddenly we're transported to her apartment and she's just like power suit, yeah. sexy dress. And I'm like, what, what's the dynamic here? Yeah. I don't know if it would have been different if it was his divorced wife rather than his girlfriend. But what, oh, I, would have, I really would have loved it if it was his divorced wife. Because then, because then, you know, his daughter could have thrown things in his face like, you can't make a relationship work. Look at you and mom. Yeah, bah, 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 bah. But we didn't want that kind of. We didn't want that kind of negative. We want to see. No, I know. It's in supposed good, to be goofy. goofy. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. But then, but if it's overly goofy, which this movie is. Totally. When they go for any sort of sentimentality, it doesn't work. Like it just there's doesn't moments. work. No, there's there's two moments. That, no, maybe just one. There's one moment I think where he and I'll, I guess we'll we'll stumble upon. I don't know. It. But anyway, okay. he takes her to this. I have a feeling this... we're going to have a few disagreements about wow. this movie. But so you've he... never seen it before, right? No, I had never seen okay, this before. Because mine might come from the nostalgia I have from seeing it as a as a kid. Because watching it now, I was, it's, yeah. I had never seen it, and I could have told you exactly what this movie was yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he takes her to a sexy dancing club? Yeah, like what an 80s this? dance club. where And they all go. The the dad and the little sister are there. The little sister, they're sitting like at a table. They're having milkshakes. Everyone <laughs> else in this place is between the ages of 21 and mm-hmm, 24, mm-hmm. except for... Tony Danza and his family. Yeah. 
And you could see she's kind of like off put. But again, 15 years old, what is the whole family got to go to this club with me for? And she's dancing in the baggiest of sweats. Just well, like. She's not a shabby dresser yet. She doesn't have her white no, knee no, highs no. and her cute little. Right, right, exactly. And her jean jackets. She's still yes. dressing like the old Katie. Not the right. renewed. And this is, this is when she tells Tony Danza that she's going to break up with this dude of a boyfriend. Richard is his name. I did write it down. Yeah. And oh my God, I she's also dancing with Tony Danza, and she's weird. like, "Isn't oh, this yeah. kind of weird?" And he's, and he's like, like, "They don't know I'm your father." No, he says, "They don't know I'm your daddy," and Me? I don't like that either. You and don't like that. Says, they probably just think you like older men. What? Are you listening to the words you're saying, well, Tony she does, Danza? Based on the suitors that come, a couple of scenes later, but... she's. Totally into older men. All men. She just will go out with anyone. And, and this actress was 20 years old playing this role. Okay. Just okay. to let you know. Okay. I had to look it up because I was like, this seems, when she was on the beach, I think I looked it up. I went, this seems wildly inappropriate at this point yeah, for yeah, a movie yeah. that's rated PG. If you're yeah. going to PG-13 it, if you're yeah. going to go all the way and push it into Blame It on Rio where that girl was oh. 16 in that movie. Yeah, she was. Like, she, okay, but I looked it up and I went, okay, this doesn't seem as skeevy. But still, we're supposed to think she's 15. Yeah. So he goes yeah. away to his radio convention. Right. Flies off on a TWA flight, which is so funny because 1980 TWA. But anyway. Um, and Oh, does TWA not exist anymore? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know anything about airlines. Um, the girlfriend swoops in to kind of get her this makeover. It starts with her getting her braces off two months early. So sure. Yeah, no problem off. there. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure everything will be fine. Yeah. You know, just wear your retainer, I guess. It's just I time. Know. It's just time. She's got to get the gear off of her teeth. And yeah. she gets new contact lenses to, so she doesn't have to wear those giant eyeglasses. There's a, it's a mu- little musical montage it's we a, get. Right. It's a Where's transformation the fire montage. Is the song. Where's the fire? I don't care. Do the beat, but. Oh, I'm going to play it at the end of the episode. Don't Excellent. worry, people. Excellent. Yeah. I so pulled that because I went, I don't th- I don't know if this is a man or a woman singing. <laughs> it's a man. But it's getting you ready it's, for Katie's it's fire. Pretty, it's yeah. pretty fun. Like, it's it, there's makeup. There's yeah. heels. Yeah. Like, every, it's. It's the full gamut. The full makeover. They they run the gamut in, I assume, an afternoon. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, however long his convention is. They, they get it all done. <laughs> it makes it seem then... like that convention's about three hours long. <laughs> He gets a cab home, and when he comes home, there's the the phone is constantly ringing as soon as he walks in the door, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this movie, like you said, he just got on a plane, and then he gets out of a cab. Like, mm-hmm. if Tony Danza is not on screen, oh, yeah, everyone is freaking out. Like, he has to be in every scene in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And this is the longest amount of time, and it's probably... 90 seconds that yeah. he is not on screen. Uh-huh. The phone's ringing off the hook. Oh, Brian, no, Katie's not here because she's on her phone and he's taking down all these guys' mm-hmm. names and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, you do know she has her own phone, right? right. Oh, it's right. been busy for an hour and a half. It's a whole thing. He doesn't know what's going on. And then we get our first slow motion of the movie. Yep. When she comes downstairs, like you said, she's wearing what is she wearing? Like like white thigh highs? Like I don't know what yeah, she's wearing. She's got these like thigh high socks on and this yeah. white skirt and this lacy kind of a top and her she definitely doesn't look like the daughter he left. 
um, her hair's all done, the contacts, and she comes slow motion down the stairs to that Venus song, Venus, if you will. And um, he's in total shock. He doesn't even know. And again, his reactions, his facial expressions throughout this movie, like he's he's got that Danza like, Mona, this look on his face, like what? And I understand he's... the reaction because this is an insane transformation. Well, yeah, like, yeah, and there's been no mention of it. It's not no, like, yeah, no, no, like, not at all. Like mm-hmm. I can only assume for one brief second he thought it was one of his daughter's friends or something. Well, like he that. does. He says so. She comes down the stairs, and sure enough, there's a guy at the door, and she just goes off with him. And he's like, who was that kid? And they're like, oh, it's just right. Brian or whatever he is. And he goes, no, I mean the girl. Who's right. that? Yes. So he's stunned. Now, he does, we forgot to mention even earlier, he's kind of goofy with his girls. He calls it the Simpson system. And oh, he's got yeah. this, like, and then he goes into this total control mode where now that she's gone, he's like, no, no, I need to have total control. We need to, if this is happening, then we need to have control of it. And then we're going to start this interview process with these boys. It, it's and, very bizarre because they do set him up or they want us to think that he is this type A personality. But yeah. he doesn't give a shit about work. Like, he's no. not. Like, that is not extending beyond the walls of his house. No. He's got a new full-time job, and that's keep making sure his his now-dating daughter is... Oh, yeah. um, He just leaves work all the time. I don't know how often he's getting calls in this movie when they're like, you know, you just left, right? At the end, when he's left and when he's decided that he's got to marry his girlfriend and getting yeah. the his little buffoon assistant there is like, where have you been all day? He's like, I've been out shopping. Okay. I had to go yeah. shopping. Like, I've been what? shopping. I mean, I know you're the boss and you can just say whatever you want, but yeah, can't but you pretend? That yeah. Maybe you have a sick daughter. Hey, there is a family that. emergency. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Family emergency. I had, Great. I had to Umbrella do a lot term. of shopping. Yeah. Oh. Just had to get the shopping done. But anyway, <laughs> well, that's why that guy freaks out on him. At yeah. The Cause end. he's like, what? Like shopping, we're all going to lose our jobs, mm-hmm. you buffoon. Because they do. As when the when the um, the little snippets of the radio station get interjected, they slowly they go from the rating of six to ten to yes. twelve to sixty right. to like ninety eight yeah. by the end, and it's just it's it's a downward yeah, spiral. It's very strange too because. They they say things to him when he's sitting there with these two old guys who I guess are in charge. I, I don't know. If they're Radio like station shareholders. Dudes. Who knows who these guys are? And they're like, you have your finger on the pulse of the youth. You oh, have yeah. to come up with something. I'm like, maybe don't run an oldie station. Like what? what if you're trying to gain – Youthful listeners. Yeah. That shouldn't be the goal of an oldie station. No, <laughs> like, it's just very strange. So all, as as we said, she goes out with some guy and this is – our second montage. We just had a transformation montage. Yeah. Now we get the guy showing up to date his daughter montage. Yeah. And as you said, they are all frightfully old. They're <laughs> all over 18. There's not one. There's maybe one that looks like. Because they do. They try to give a variation. There's this heavier. There's like, yeah. yeah. There's this heavier kid who appears to be maybe 16. Yeah. These other dudes are all in their 20s. And there's a set of twins. There's Oh, wow. Yeah. That set of twins. I was like, how is this going to work? I mean, yeah. I know they know how this is going to work in their minds. Yeah, yeah. But it's like that should be the most frightening door answer. No, there's a couple of, of others that come through because like they look like it's 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 that Chris – Whatever his name is to catch a pr- Chris Johnson, Joe Hans. What's the catch a oh, predator's name? What is that guy's name? Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. There you go. 
They all look like Chris Hansen. No, they look like they, <laughs> Meaning they, they all look like they're to, in their mid to late 40s. They look like they're coming to meet with Chris Hansen. Like yes. they all live in Florida or, or some place yeah, they, that they, they want to. And it, it's funny too because other than the fact that they look old, a lot of these guys look perfectly normal. Like they do sprinkle in like, you know, mohawks and, yeah. and goofy stuff like that. But for the most part, like he answers very, the door. Yeah. yeah, he answers the door half the time and guys are like wearing prep school jackets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are we supposed to think like why not make them all wildly bizarre? But well, I guess they want to show that she can run the game. She can have any guy or guys are falling over themselves well, to suddenly get to her. That's kind of a crazy thing too. So she, what happens? So she, we don't get any, so she's made a transformation. It's not like yeah. we see her in school where now people are like getting their number. She's no. made a transformation. And next thing we know, phone calls are pouring in and doors keep getting, the, <laughs> the bell keeps getting rung and people. You're right. We're never outside this house. We're at the yeah. house or the radio station, which maybe that's why I'm so into his girlfriend's apartment. Because <laughs> that's the only new, yeah, other yeah. set in this movie yeah oh oh uh, wait then i do like when the black guy comes to oh the first of all todd bridges shows up yeah todd I, bridges it was so great a little willis and, action oof. we gotta love it yeah when he answered the door and i saw todd bridges i was like this is gonna get racist and it does danza makes a comment i love the fact that danza makes somewhat racist comments basically yeah. saying how he's not racist and yeah. then acknowledges at the end of the scene, oh, that was kind of racist. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I marched at Selma. I was the last guy pulled out of the lunch counter. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just like I'm Leroy, the water guy. It's all good. Todd, I'm just right. here to get the water. And he water. even like puts the water on his back, and he, he yells at Danza. Like, his face is like Leroy, <laughs> and then walks away. And Danza's like, Yeah, I kind of had that coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> He should have known because he's the only guy that comes to the door during the day, too. Yeah, all the rest are nighttime suitors. Yeah. It's true. It's true. So his work is slipping, as we said. He's got uh, his finger on the pulse of the children. Well, the you know. report, then he gets a message. So the little sister acts more as the secretary and sort of uh, – at one point, Danza even says, what am I paying you for? She is the liaison to Danza about the the, the guys coming in and um, what's happening in Katie's life. Right. She's playing both sides here. Oh, totally. Like, she is helping her sister. Yeah. She's also helping Danza. She's getting paid by Danza, and I assume getting paid by the sister, too. Yeah, probably. I mean, the, the youngest daughter in this is really making out well, although in a, near the end of the movie, he... Goes into a room and is talking to the youngest daughter. And I realized I haven't seen her in a half hour. Yeah. Like she yeah. just disappears from this movie. Well, she's not needed. When, when, like for the drag racing, where is she? I don't know. Oh, she's getting what babysat is the, for. Oh my God. I forgot about drag racing. Oh okay. yeah. I did as a, as a, again, I'd seen this movie before yeah. and that whole stuff. I was like, I don't remember this happening. No. But but and we're um, in a different movie at that point. Oh, like, yeah. We're in a totally different Well, and movie. I like it. We go through one boyfriend and then we go through right. the other boyfriend. But so so Danza's – the ratings are going down and now the report is in from the little sister that the the grades are slipping as well. So not right. only I do think it's funny. I do think the grade slipping thing is funny how he's like, you're down to an A-. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do like the fact that this girl is – 
very smart and her yeah. grades are good. Mm-hmm. And even when they're slipping, I think in one class she's down to a B plus and yeah. he is losing his mind over this. He can't this. handle it. He says a mind is a terrible thing to waste. I know. And he even says later, like, he values education. He yeah. went to college for one, possibly two years, he says to the Yeah, 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 exactly. He didn't <laughs> well, even yeah, finish he's like, college. I was in college for a year, almost two. Yeah. Let's be honest. So this is when we are kind of introduced to one of the two main boyfriends. Yes. I mean, I know Richard. We already know who Richard is. Um, the neighbor We see right? her get into basically a monster truck. Yeah. This bright monster. This big old monster truck with this guy Joey inside who's now he could he looks like a bad guy in a sense he's got this big monster truck and wears leather and and lots of hair product but he also is like chewing bubble gum that <laughs> his Lyle Lovett esque hair is crazy in this movie <laughs> it is insane and when you say wears a lot of hair product when he is drag racing it's not moving like his hair is not moving <laughs> at all and it's really really great yeah, so yeah, yeah, so she tears off with this guy. He's, you know, she says he's super shy. He's mm-hmm. not going to come inside. He's not even going to get out of his truck. Well, and he hasn't been approved. This, like all these suitors, we right. find out that Tony Danza's done some research on. He knows. Yes. Before Joey comes to the door, Danza rings his own doorbell to request a date oh. with his daughter. So I love the fact that he was just upstairs two yeah. minutes ago talking to her. And he goes outside to ring the doorbell. Oh, yeah. So he wants a date with his own daughter and the little girl's like scheduling it in that black book. Yeah. But first that she goes off on this date with this Joey. And like you said, he's in this monster truck and off they go. But then we get to see a little Sunday at the beach, the date day with dad. This part of the movie Mm -hmm. was only part of the movie where I had a genuine laugh. Now, maybe maybe you were yucking it up all over the place. But when he chases, like, wants to beat up little fat kids, I was laughing at this. Because so, he doesn't just fall over in the sand. He chases them off the yeah. beach up a set of stairs to yeah. get to the road. Like, and what is he going to do with them? What's I he don't do know. With them? He's just so angry that they're so... So they're having their date day, and he's ready to have yeah. sandwiches and hot dogs and snacks, or whatever. And where's Katie? Where is she? Well, she's off in the water because Joey just happens to be at the beach as well. So she's and swimming watching, in the water. Watching him scamper away in the water was also one of the funnier things because he is so scrawny, like he's so thin, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's got that giant hair. Mm-hmm. And when he sees Tony Danza, he just like flops away, like in. Four feet of water just trying to run and yeah. falling all over himself. It's it's pretty funny. I kind of love the beach stuff in this. It's not nearly as so then she runs back to Danza, as we mentioned in this slow motion, uh, Baywatchy sort of Very run, Baywatchy. Where very. every dude on the beach is – and it goes to that – it's for a chocolate commercial, right? Ooh, yeah. Well, and Ferris Bueller's there. Yeah, oh, and Ferris Bueller's there. Yeah. <laughs> chocolate <a> commercial. <laughs> hey, I'm hungry. You were like, you know, the uh, Caramello commercial? <laughs> <laughs> it's in a chocolate, but it is more Oh, no, no, I know it is. No, Sorry. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but um, It's not Caramello, I know that. <laughs> But that's a great candy treat. Anyway. That was a um, great candy treat. Right? Candy treat. 
He's he all these dudes are looking over at the, his daughter and he tries to cover her up with a blanket. Like you said, then he chases a fat kid off the beach. It's very strange the people that they show watching her because it's either kids that are really young, yeah, or, or sleazy old, old men, yeah. men. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it is. It is disturbing. And, yeah, and she's kind of just like I love it when he's covering her up. And I understand on Baywatch they wore something very similar, but I'm like. She's kind of in a modest one piece. Like, yeah, it is, yeah. like this isn't – she's not emerging from the waves in a bikini or something Right, right, like in that. a string bikini. Right, right. But she is – He he's just not ready to deal uh, emotionally with what's happening to her physically. Sure. Right. And this is when he decides then to go see a Dr. Fishbinder. After he wants after he wants to beat up, as we said, Screech and Donkey Lips yes. are in this movie. Yes. Two of the kids, the two that don't have lines, which is even more bizarre. Oh, yeah, no. The kid in the middle who I did not recognize, would, he tells Tony Danson to get the hell out of the way yeah. right, so they can look at his daughter. Yeah. And this is when he chases the three of them yes. and is assumingly going to beat them. I guess. I don't know what his plan is when he catches him. It's like my dog yeah. chasing a squirrel. What are you going to do with it once you get it? So um, how does he find out about this doc? He, the doctor wrote a book called Daddy's Little Girl, A Guide to Raising Teenage Daughters. <laughs> well, yeah, but he doesn't know about the book till he's in his office and he gives him the book. Oh, yeah, that's right. I guess we're just supposed to assume he, whatever, just goes to see this shrink. Yeah. And also he, <laughs> Wallace Shawn's statistics that he give him gives him are great. Oh, yeah. At one point, he's, he keeps talking, and I was like, I think he just said that about 1% of 15-year-old girls are virgins. <laughs> yeah. Is what he says. And then later he goes, don't you know that 97% of girls lose their virginity at the uh-huh. prom? I'm like, what? I thought you said they all had sex when they were 15. No, his percentages are all very extreme <laughs> yeah, and working for not what working. he needs them to. He does recommend Tony Danza gets her on the pill immediately. Yes. Yes. Because he hasn't read the book yet and he needs to go back and read the book and, um, and to know how to deal with his daughter and the questions that will come up and the situations that will arise and how to deal with it. Like a sane man, not a man chasing kids off a beach. Right. Yes. So he gets home and this is, this is a moment where I thought it was really interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, she does a great job. I mean, they but they both do a pretty good job in this scene. But yeah. she comes home from her date with Joey and it's been the greatest night. She's having a fantastic Wonderful. time with this guy. Yeah. And she sits down with Tony Danza and wants to talk about sex. Clearly, they never say that word. Which is, to me, this was a little awkward because, I mean, I guess this is her only parent. So who else is she going to have this conversation with? They do have a good relationship, even though he's a little thrown by her teenage years. Um, He's poured himself a big glass of milk. And did you notice that? Of course he <laughs> he's, he's so ready to like he's read part of the book now so he feels armed and ready to kind of to be able to handle the conversations these delicate conversations that she wants to have and she does she wants to know when it's a good time yes to know um basically she wants to know when's a good time to know you you want to have sex yes exactly yeah. and i i understand what you're saying too because it's it's odd that she would jump to this so quickly. Like, he just got her a giant teddy bear like a week ago. True. Like, true. I'm relieved to find out that she hasn't been having sex with all of these suitors that come to the door because she's <laughs> had so many boys come to the door. You're like, how busy is this girl? But no, she really has just been kind of dating and, and you know, 
or whatever. But now yes. she wants to take things to another level and with this Joey. And he gives her this weird analogy that he got from Dr. Fishbinder's book right. about herds of sheep and yeah. slowing not to go too quickly. And basically he tells her, you know, you don't rush it. He gives her some sound advice about, you know, you want the your first time to be special and you shouldn't rush into it. Um, but she's kind of like, okay, Dad, great yeah. talk. And rolls her eyes about it. It is pretty good, too, because she calls him out on it, like when she's going up the steps. And he's like, oh, is that – do you have any other questions? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or whatever. And oh, she's yeah, like, yeah. you know what? I should have known better than to ask my dad a question that he doesn't have the guts to answer. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's pretty good. Because yeah. although he seems – kind of satisfied with his response and the entire exchange. He feels like he, he, I think one thing that he's proud of himself for doing is not flying off the handle about okay. the fact that she's asking about sex. Like, he's, But it's also bizarre too, because we've never seen him fly off the handle. Like we've never seen him really well, he lose just his chased temper these yet. Kids when, when he chases the kids off the beach, you sense that Oh he's, my God, you're right. Okay. Yeah, sorry. You, you I, mean, I guess he, I meant other than him trying to beat up 11 year old. No, I think the sense is as things are starting to get okay. a little more out of his hands, slipping through his fingers, if you will, he's, he needs to gain some control back, you know, uh, total control. He says it a couple of times. It's his mantra, um, total control. So this is his way of taking control is to be able to be there for her to talk about things and give her sound advice about it. And so he thinks he's done his job until, like you said, she calls him out on it. And he's like, but I, I mean, I told you to wait and you were comfortable enough to come to me. So it's a win. Yeah, I get that. This reminded me of. I know we talked earlier before we, you know, just for patrons, we talked about who's the boss. This reminded me of a who's the boss episode. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember a lot of them, but do you remember the episode where he has to go buy Samantha a bra? bra like, yeah, it's one yeah, of my favorites. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. That's all. Yeah. It's like he probably just did that. Like the, the season Yeah, they probably like something. paralleled in some weird ways. Yeah. Um, so anytime like a major – you know, think he goes back to the psychiatrist, doesn't just call him, he hunts him down. Like at this point, I think the he's in a sweatsuit when he finds him. Some yeah. weird like running suit or something, right? Yeah, and he's like, You called me at three AM, four AM, and yeah. 5 what is the emergency? And he's <laughs> right. like, She wants to have sex and I don't know if I dealt with it right. And the psych's advice is, Well, you have a girlfriend, you should marry the girlfriend and show her that, you know I love how when Tony Danza says like she wants to talk to me about sex and stuff. Like, his reaction isn't, oh, all right, fine. His reaction is, this is very serious. You need to get yeah, my yeah, office uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. Like, whoa, you're not putting his mind at ease uh-uh, at all. Uh-uh, and yeah. I know that we, you know, like, he's he's playing, spoiler, like, the long game with, yeah, with yeah, Tony totally. Danza, uh-huh. which I, in a weird way, I didn't see it coming. And then at the end, I went, how did I not see this yeah, coming? Yeah, yeah. She needs, like, a like a female role model or someone in her life or why does he even tell her or I don't to know. Marry her? I don't know, but that's, I don't remember either why, but that's his next advice is what you need to do is marry your, your get serious about. And I guess they'd been dating for a little while. He does like her just fine, but they've always lived separately and it never came. He just said marriage is a big deal. Well, exactly. That's why you have to make it happen. So again, he says three years at one very early when they're oh, at that, yeah. at that mm-hmm. club at the beginning, they've been dating for three years. Oh yeah. So this is, he leaves work again 
to go shopping. <laughs> to go shopping. I guess for, for a, a wedding ring. Yes, uh-huh. for a ring. And he goes to her house and he proposes to her. And now mm-hmm. she wants to, she's turned on by this. She is over the moon <laughs> yeah. about this too. It's mm-hmm. like, I've been waiting for this mm-hmm. for so long. I kind of never thought it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. And she is all over him yeah. too. Yeah. And he is having none of it. He's no. like, you women, all you think about is sex. <laughs> right, it's true. He does come back at her. Wow. Like that. Yeah. Well, because really this was this I mean, he does care about his his girlfriend, but this was a means to an end. He wants this is to make sure Katie is on the right track. It's and doesn't have sex. It's not necessarily he's not focused. Like I was waiting for that to come back in this movie for her to be like, "Wait a minute." The only reason you proposed to me is because yeah. your daughter, but but no, no it never it doesn't. Like, no. That's clearly the only reason he's there because when she goes in to take a cold shower, like he's oh, even yeah, sitting yeah. there going, yeah, yeah, I made the right decision. Yeah, yeah, this is this right. This is going to be like, great. What? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's she's all revved up because you know she and he's like, no, we can't just know. And she's like, all right, well, I got to take my cold shower then. And he calls the house. And finds out that... So confused. So confused by this. That she's gone again? The sister relays a message like, no, Katie's not here and I don't know. No, he calls the house and Joey picks up the phone. Oh, that's right. It's Joey that answers. That's right. He calls the house. Joey answers. Oh, that's right. Jumps in, immediately jumps in his leaves, car and I'm like, I leaves. can't wait until he gets home. I do like that he has a car phone, P.S. He has a car phone. Oh, yeah, sure. He calls yeah. her on the car phone. Or his girlfriend on the car phone to be like, sorry, I had to leave, babe, but something came up at work and I just had to hustle. And she's like, you just propose, like, what is going on? But he does. He goes, he goes to the psychiatrist's house. She's probably like, you know what? He's been saying the ratings are in the tank. So yeah, he's got to work on something over there. So he goes, the psychiatrist is having some kind of house party, fancy, yeah. and he's got to buzz up to like a security camera to talk to him, which is funny because it's like Dan's his black and white face all up in the security camera um, while Dr. Fishbender or whatever is talking him through it. I don't remember what he tells him now. Oh, he tells him to make him his best friend. Yes, exactly. And that's yeah. what I love about this because I was like, oh, Tony Danzig jumping in his car. He's going to go home. No. Nope, just going to go see the psychiatrist. He needs constant advice as to what to do next. <laughs> yes, but that's that's the advice is befriend this kid and then your daughter won't be interested in him. Yes, yes. She will see him as you do, which is right. a weird way to put it. I thought it was more like she wouldn't want to date anyone who's friends with her dad. Right. No, but we soon find out like, the only people she dates are friends with her dad. Right? These are her favorite kind of people. Right. I do like that when he shows up to his house, there's like a, it's like a little slow dance party. They're all listening to records and slow dancing. In the dark at his house. And my thought at first was like, why are they doing, where do they think he's going to be? Like, isn't yeah, she afraid yeah. that he really could Will walk through the home? door at right. any moment? He's not at another convention, radio station no. convention. So no. he and is I don't home. Even, right. And, and my thought was, well, maybe they know that he's going out to dinner with his girlfriend. So he's going to be gone for a while. But right. I don't think his daughters know that he just proposed to her. Like, no. I don't think they know that any no, of that's No, it all happening. happened so quickly. Only the psychiatrist yeah. knows right. that this is going to happen. <laughs> His but new best friend. He instantly becomes he because he's super mellow. I think one of the kids is even like Katie has a killer dad. He's yeah. like, it's okay, because you know he comes home and they're like, oh, sorry, dad, we were just listening to your records and blah blah. He's yep. like, it's fine. 
fine. I, I love that you're listening to my stuff. I had to frantically run to IMDb when we see all of her friends because I could have swore the one kid was Gary Busey's son. I was oh. so excited, but it wasn't him. No. Uh-uh. I saw those giant chompers. And, and you I was were like, like oh. that's a Busey on the screen. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a Busey I'm looking at. <laughs> No. no. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he's sitting there talking to them as though he's the leader of a cult. Like, they're all sitting yeah. cross-legged on yeah. the floor. On the floor. He's on the couch. Yeah. He's playing records for them and telling them stories. They're curled up in blankets like he's the campfire that they're sitting around. <laughs> yep. And um, he tells Joey, because Joey is a little uncomfortable. He's like, this Joey's is really weird. He's like, yeah. this is it. This is a weird scene. I think he even says, this is a weird scene. Oh. Yeah, this is a very strange scene. I wrote it down. Most parents don't like kids, and no parents like me. I think Danza is like, actually, you remind me of me, and yeah. I was like you. So, so then we get a little throwback to Hollywood Nights because oh. Danza takes them all to his old hangout, which is uh, this like. Yeah, we wandered onto the set of the Hollywood Nights here because <laughs> after he talks to Joe, he's like. Hey, everybody, why don't we go to a cool place yeah. that I like to hang out at? My and all treat. the teens are like, yay, let's go. Never, never in the. But and it doesn't seem like a place that he hangs. It seems like a place they hang out yeah. because everyone at this place they is know we, in yeah. high school. Yeah. So, but it is. It's it's straight out of the Hollywood Nights. It's that drive through, you know, burger place or whatever. And I think he's in the middle. Is he in the middle? But in the car? He, no, he's driving. It's he takes his little fancy car. He is that not he driving. Has. He lets Joey drive. Oh, that's drive. right. Remember, that's, that's right. what wins him over. He's yeah. like, you see that Jag out there, and he throws him the keys. And Joey's like, all right, we're hanging out now. And how is Joey being bullied by nerds? I know these nerds point? pull up. They had the casting was weird on this because these nerds pull up in this car that are clearly like they don't look rough and tough at all. They no. look geeky and nerdy, and they kind of talk shit to to. And they're both like both Katie and Joey are like, all right, just stop, just leave it alone, just don't make eye contact. Because these nerds are like, hey, what's that piece of shit car you're driving? And Joey's yeah. like, come on, man, do we have to yeah. do this today? <laughs> He I'm just joking. wants to have a milkshake with his right? best friend. It's, I just want to have a milkshake with this old man. Yeah. That and and I love how these nerd bullies don't say anything like, who's that old guy no. in there with you? They no. don't even seem to notice no. that Tony no. Danza's well, there. And Tony Danza does say it because they want to have a race. And Danza's like, oh, yeah, let's race. And so he kind of signs them up for this drag race, which oh. – now is going to happen. Oh God. They go and they, they Danza accepts the challenge for him. And they go. Katie's the, the girl that does, you know, the start your engines or go for it. And and they start this drag race. And Joey, in the end, wins. I want you to be that girl one day in your life oh, and just be like, be awesome. yeah, go for it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Maybe you and Barry could drag race sometime. It'd be so fun. Um, I okay. don't know. That I mean, just in our regular car. Yeah, right? exactly. I'll be like, just listen, in your my minivan, minivan and SUV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna okay. be great. Yeah, and I'm talking like drag race in like a like a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. Like, okay, oh, like a oh, quick... so like fifty. Yeah, feet. <laughs> yeah exactly. just, right. Who could get in the parking spot first? That's what we're okay. gonna go for. All yeah. right. So the the race is kind. Of, it's not that. I mean, it's kind of intense, but it's just a simple. They race and and yeah, Joey there's... wins, but Joey's car stalls out on the train tracks and we get two moments so one 
<laughs> they're all excited. Joey won, and the car stalled out. I'm sorry, that's okay. You won, and I'm just. And now a train comes, and everybody dancer runs, and the crowd runs behind him, and they stop and they stare. And the first train comes, and Dancer's car was on the other track. So, who breathe a oh, sigh of relief? It's not my car. But then the next train comes. <laughs> Stops and slow motion hits Dance's car and shatters it to pieces. I the explode on impact of this car is crazy because they show it in slow motion. And the moment the train taps the door of the car, it just explodes. Yeah, yeah. And then we suddenly see it at the shop, and it looked like the car rolled over about five times. (laughs) Like, it's it's not a car who just had its doors and all the pieces blown for miles. This car's been smashed up a bit. Yeah, yeah. And what is with this British guy who's running this garage? Yes! It's it's so weird. It looked like he walked off a Monty Python set and put on some coveralls. <laughs> this guy uh, is so proper. It, so many things in this movie don't make sense. And I should not be watching this going, what's the deal with this British guy here? In the mechanic, yeah. What is it? I do like when Danza sees the car when it happens on it. He his eyes cross and he oh, passes out. He falls over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of the parts that I thought were one of the conversations that was a little bit more endearing. So Katie, mm-hmm. Katie decides now she wants to break up with Joey because it kind right. of his plan worked. Make friends with him. It it worked, and she wants to break up with Joey. And and Danza gives her some sound advice. He's like, you know, you can't let your face be a weapon. Now you can't use right. this to like rope guys in and then do what you, it's just not right. And she's like, I know you're right, dad, but I do. I like this power that I have being this. And I thought it was kind of an interesting little conversation that they had and very telling. Yes. Of, I thought, you know. I thought as the conversation went, it was good. Yeah. I didn't like the fact that he immediately went there with it, how he was like, you know what? You can't keep doing this to guys because of blah, 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 blah. Right, I'm like, right. Whoa. Calm down. Like, just relax. Well, this was his plan, though. He didn't want them to be together anyway. So you think at first he would be like, oh, thank goodness. But um, he loves Joey. Yeah, he he really did find a true connection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joey is the new Richard. Oh, speaking of now Richard's back. Yeah, that's right. This is when Richard shows up. He knows now what she's into. So he just shows up at the door wearing all leather. But he's not there to see her. He just wants to talk to yeah, Tony Danza. He's here to talk to Tony Danza. <laughs> My thought was when he showed up dressed like this, I was like, oh, he knows what she's into. And then when he asked to talk to Tony Danza, I was like, no, he knows what Tony Danza's into. Oh, yeah, he maybe. He knows Danza's been hanging out with Joey. He wants to be more of a bad boy. He knows that yes. let himself open. Because he does. He opens up to Danza and he's like, I just don't think I'm going to go to Europe with her. I think, she, what if she needs to meet Prince Charles? And I love this exchange because Danza's like, I think Prince Charles is in a marriage. And he's like, yeah, but it's not a happy one. <laughs> yes. I, I did like that a lot. Um, so he takes Richard into one room to have this conversation with him now joey comes to the door and joey doesn't want to see katie either joey wants to see and joey's so upset because he's like i just can't my own dad doesn't like me and (laughs) i can't have another dad just abandon me and he's like gonna throw things yeah they're hugging in the kitchen this is a weird scene too because i thought it was going to be a tony danza trying to juggle these two boys in different rooms because he does have what's his name waiting in the kitchen richard Mm -hmm. and then he's talking to joey in the dining room Mm -hmm. but it never really turns into that because then 
Matthew Perry shows up out of nowhere in this movie. Yeah, now Matthew. Well, that she's been waiting for another date. We know when right. the doorbell rings and Richard and Joey came. These were not the guys she expected to see. Finally, right. the guy comes and it's Matthew She's waiting Play. for Timothy. Yes, or Kavanaugh. No, I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I did not think that watching it, but clearly. I did. I totally oh, did. clearly. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, he even looks like a young... Yeah. If, if, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the way he's bro high-fiving guys, oh my God, you're right. Yeah. This is yeah. totally Kavanaugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he, Matthew Perry comes to the door and, and they have a sit down with you know Tony Danza and he's just impressing Tony Danza he's a senior in high school right. he's about to go on to Yale before they leave he gives them the number to the restaurant if you need to know where we're going to be call here yes. when any yeah. big change happens though in Katie's life uh Danza has to consult Dr. Fishbender Fishbinder Oh of course is. yes yeah. So and Dr. Goes, Fishbinder is like, this is the worst of all yeah, these Yeah, this is, yeah. Didn't you read this chapter in the book? Right. You need, What you need to do is get the dirt on Timothy by stalking him. Yeah, by he took pictures. him to the future and showed him those confirmation hearings. He's like, yeah. look at this. This is the guy. He's going to be yelling about beer 30 years from now. So you better get your evidence in now, okay? Because right. he's going to pull out his planner and claim that he didn't yep. see your daughter in the month of July. Um. <laughs> and so he tells Tony Danza I love how he tells Tony Danza To spy on him yeah. mm-hmm. And he gives him all these specs Of what type of camera to get mm-hmm. So he can take infrared night shots Yep yep. And so Tony Danza is taking all these pictures Of him just like making out with other girls And there's like you know he's sneaking Into girls windows and stuff like that So he gets and- all this evidence on Timothy and Katie has snuck out. He goes home, not to show Katie necessarily the evidence, just to kind of... I think he wants to. I think he's that was his intention, I think, because he goes up with the folder with oh, all of the right. printed and, photos. But she's not in bed. She she's has snuck off right. to the beach. And he decides he has to be the enforcer. She's going to be grounded. And this is not okay, her sneaking out and doing this. And it's not. She's really kind of pushed the limits now. And he says, I like it when he's like, there's nothing beautiful or special about climbing into your window at night. Because he's concerned that maybe she snuck off in the night to like go have sex for the first time. And he was like, this is not beautiful and special to end it by climbing back. And he, again, it's, it's, it's a valid point. But yeah, yeah, he's cutting down the tree of the house. Uh, she's punished. Yeah. She's upstairs in her room listening to music and... Won't hear the voice of reason, but the girlfriend, Tony Danza's girlfriend, has convinced yes. him to allow her just one more time to see uh, Timothy. It'll be prom night. And then Timothy right. will go off to school. And Yes. It, it is funny because she goes upstairs, and again, she can't figure out how to work the stereo Oh, either. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and his daughter, what's the daughter's name in this movie? The daughter or the little daughter? The daughter. The daughter's Katie. No. Okay, so Katie... Yeah. Um, so Katie starts crying and, and the, the mom from seventh heaven is like, come on, that only works on guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then immediately she walks downstairs and she's like, you know what? I think she should go to that prom. Yeah. Of course it worked on you. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She totally manipulated you. But this is supposed to be the last time they see each other. Um, but then again, when he tells the psychiatrist that thinking like, I did this, look how he's like, are you crazy? And this is when we get the crazy percentage about. 
girls losing their virginity at prom. 89, I wrote it down, 89% of girls lose 89. virginity on prom night. pretty intense. And that must mean they're all going to the prom when they're 15. <laughs> if that, you know. Those percentages are accurate right, compared yes. to his original, yeah. Exactly. This is also a line that I genuinely laughed at or smiled at when Tony Danz is leaving his office and he's like, hey, I just got to let you know you're my favorite patient. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Danz is like kind of very prideful. Yeah, yeah it's good. like, oh, all right, yeah. thanks. Like, yeah. It is actually kind of funny because I'm yeah. like, that's very unprofessional. I don't yeah. think you should say no, that. No, But the, also, this is when he says something like, oh, I just, you know, I, I want to help so many people with this. Hey, you own a radio station. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, would there be any sort of way where maybe I can have some time? I can, some air I can time, get on yeah. the air and, mm-hmm. and really just impart my wisdom to other people. And mm-hmm. Tony Danz is like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, we're, I'll make that happen. Best buds. I can make that happen. Listen, I'm tanking in the ratings, but they're looking for something new. So maybe. Let's see what we could do. You're helping <laughs> me out here. Let's let's do yeah. this. Let's not forget that Danza did propose to his girlfriends and has apparently never met her folks. Yeah, it's so, very easy oh yeah yeah and and the way she acts this woman who late 30s would you say late 30s i'll I'll buy it i'll buy it how she's even like you know what i can't i can't tell my parents that uh, you know i'm moving in with you we're not even married yeah yeah what but i think that's i think that's to relate back to like you know all daddy's all girls are daddies no, no, girls no. and she doesn't want her. But yeah, I agree. Like that's a weird dynamic to put out yeah, there. Yeah, and I also think it's funny because in the scene before this when we saw her, Tony Danza basically refers to her as some weird sex pervert. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It was, she can't it's get really off. funny yeah. to listen to her then be like, oh, my dad's not going to be happy with this arrangement yeah, yeah, at uh-huh, all. Uh-huh. <laughs> they go out to dinner <clears throat> at the same place that the prom is happening. So that the oh, Danza could keep an eye on the problem. And I do love this. They sit. Danza must have picked just the right seating so that he could look over and see the prom happenings. And yeah. as they're trying to have dinner with her folks, he keeps looking over at what's going on. And the dad even makes a comment at one point. like He keeps looking over at every young girl at this prom over here. What is going on? He's a shady guy. And I don't trust yes, him. It is kind of funny. Like I, yeah. I sort of enjoyed this part of the movie, especially when he... Oh, one of the best things about this scene, we didn't mention it, is when they sit down and she, the the whale scientist from from Star Trek, goes, Uh hey, um... Oh, she's talking to the waiter and she's like, do you think you could put us somewhere else? We're really close to this harp. And that harp player, the look she gives her. And the fact that then she like just starts on those strings so loudly Uh just to irritate Uh her because of what she says. And then later Tony Dance is like, this harp is super annoying. I got to go talk talk to to the manager. Yeah. But he sneaks into the prom and then is dragged out by chaperones for being a weirdo. They think that he's a weirdo for staring. And but he when he sneaks into the prom, he gets a glimpse of his daughter kind of. Sort of dirty dancing, not even terrible dirt, but doing some risque moves with... Right. Not like the girl that he stared at for a very long time at the club at the beginning. Yes. No, yes. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, the that girl was that... That's super right. uncomfortable when, when his daughter's like... When she asked beautiful, like, carrier, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> know, like, that stripper over there. And he just does. He stares at She's like, Dad, yeah. Dad. Yeah. And um, even his girlfriend walks over and is like, I saw the way you were looking at her. And he continues to, to watch this woman dance. Uh, 
Oh, man. He gets kicked out of the prom, and he watches yeah. as they leave, his Katie and, and Timothy leave, and they get into a limousine, and Timothy's giving high fives to his buddies as they get into a limousine. Oof. It's and, very skeevy. Like, it's yeah. very, like, she she gets in the limo, and he turns around, and he looks at these guys like, she's 15. Yeah, 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 yeah high yeah. fives! Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's very, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Not good. Danza steals. Danza's waiting for the valet to bring his car, and when they don't bring it in time, he gets like this La Bamba car that's yep. on like. I think that's what they call them too, yeah. La Bamba cars. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the name. Um, anyway, he, he steals this like crazy car to go chase them to. They're all at a hotel party. Oh. And, no, um, it's not a hotel, Jamie. That's a motel. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what I think is really funny about this, how it says motel, and he looks at the sign closer, and it says something like room service available. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no, there's no room service available in motel. <laughs> but that gives him an idea. So he's going to get into this party. Where does he get – what is he wearing? Is he – where did he get a tuxedo He's in this, like, bellhop outfit, right. and he he's has – He's dressed a... like a sailor. He's dressed yeah. like he works on the love boat. He does. And he also has a tray of fruit. Where did mm-hmm. he get any of this? And who would order it at the party? So he comes into the party, and he's looking for Timothy, and he does this weird accent. He's like, hello, I'm looking for Timothy. I'm yes. <laughs> It's not great. No. And that, well, so P.S., Timothy has taken her into this back room, which is, again, very unromantic. They're in this bedroom at the party. And he's like, all right. And again, he gets a little skeevy on her and she's uncomfortable. And he's like, come on, what are you doing? Like, oh, and I like it when he goes, what time does your dad want you home? And she's like, midnight. So he like quickly drinks the drink and like. He grabs the drinks. He's like, we got to get this going here. Yeah. Yeah. But it is so. Like you said, it's so creepy. It's so creepy when he closes because there's double doors to yeah. this bedroom. Mm-hmm. He closes it and he goes, isn't this romantic? And bolts the door. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So creepy. Oh, yeah. So creepy. And now she's, again, she's not into it. She screams at one point and he's like, come on, come on, calm down, calm down. And oh. Dan's is at the door. Right. Here's I mean, she screams at one point and his reaction is like, oh, okay. I know what you're into. You say no. I'll oh, grab yeah. you a lot. And I'm like, oh, man, this is getting so it's rapey. so bad. And he, and he so thinks rapey. she mm-hmm. is into that. It's very bad. Yeah. Like, it's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when he finally knows that she's not into this and nothing's going to happen, I love yeah. how he's like, all right, well, let's just talk for a while. So when we walk out, you know. Yeah, people like think we that got, we did right? something. Yeah, we'll just hang out. But then he hears Dan's voice at the door. And he's like, is that your Dad? Yeah, <laughs> and now that Danza falls over with his tray of fruit into the door, and now Katie is just totally upset because even though she was going to handle it, she was in a compromising situation, but she she was going to handle it. Her and, reaction is very strange when he comes in because he falls in the door, he knocks over Matthew Perry, mm-hmm. and she looks down. She's like, "Dad." At first, she seems happy and relieved for him to be there, but immediately then is. Very embarrassed. Yes, yes. And then bolts, just takes yes, off. Yes. So Dr. Foot, the, the doctor, the psychiatrist, Foot, does Did you almost get, call him foot odor? I was going to call him foot bagger. Okay. <laughs> 
Doctor Doctor Footbagger does uh, get a little radio time, and Dan yes. is listening to him on the radio, and come to find out, he doesn't even have a daughter. Right. So that's, that's like what the enrages first thing he Danza. says on this yeah. radio show. That enrages Danza that he would be taking advice to some, uh, from someone about raising a daughter that ne- doesn't even have one. It's not even married. So right. that's when we see the scene, our opening scene, all over again. Um, yeah. Danza runs in, chases him around yep. the, the, the studio, mm-hmm. and then we see that he trips yes. and Falls through this window. Yes. So then we're back to the cops. I love how the cops are just exhausted. Just like exhausted from like, why do we have to hear this whole thing? Like, oh man, what a long-winded story this is. We just want to know how you fell out the yes. window. Yeah. Um, oh, did you? The the end, of, not the end of this movie, but this scene here where his girlfriend comes in with her parents. And oh, the dad's yeah. like, the dad's his best friend now. The dad's yeah, like, oh, this yeah. is all about your daughter. daughter Why didn't you tell yeah. me? Uh-huh. Blah, 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 blah. And he... And then Tony Danza says something. It's this is such a weird exchange. Tony Danza's like, and I read this book, and and you know what? I, I didn't I thought a book had all the answers. And the dad goes, There is a book that has all the answers. It's in the top drawer of every hotel. Uh-huh. And, and the mom from Seventh Heaven goes, You know what? You're right, Dad. But we don't have time for that right now. It's like who inserted these lines of dialogue? It that was the weird. It was a very strange. It was like somebody wrote that that day in the the scripts. They just it was ad libbed in, and they were like, "Um, okay, all right." Like, wow, that that guy that we hired to play the dad is super religious. He won't stop saying this. We we can't even. We can't even cut around this. Cover his own agenda, yeah. Um, oh, so she's so his daughter Katie is is about to go to Europe. I yeah. guess somewhere in all this mess, she's like, "Oh, I'm on board with going to Europe." Yeah, now. Let's I could do this. I got to leave the country, to clear my mind. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. So Tony Danza has to run to this airport, yeah. and this is so crazy pre nine eleven. Like this is oh so, yeah, he doesn't have he, to go through any he kind of bolts check-in. past security. Yeah, he runs onto the tarmac and is not immediately murdered by no. air marshals. Uh-huh. Like it is, no. he can run, approach this plane, drag his daughter out, have a huge conversation. Mm-hmm. I love how the pilot, the pilot of the plane, comes out to be like, uh, you know, we got to take off pretty soon. Not yeah. a flight attendant. It is the pilot. Pilot. Yep, yep. But they they make it a nice with each other. All right, is yeah. Forgiven. I mean, she's already yeah. forgiven him. She's like, yeah. don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And I know you love me, and that's why you did all this malarkey. Yeah. I didn't quite understand how she's like waving goodbye to him, and then Richard suddenly sidles up beside her. Oh, doesn't yeah. look any different, but she looks at him like this dude is a hunk. We're of gonna meat work now. this out now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. No, now she's into Richard. She's had to come full circle. That's what, I don't yeah. think you needed that. Like, I don't no. think there was any reason to have this I think we could have had a little flash forward to her in Europe, like having tea with a bunch of French suitors or something yes. like that. That would have oh been kind God, of fun. That would have yeah. been so much. Yeah, like she's carrying been... her game on European yes. style. Or, yeah. or maybe not even that. Like he gets a postcard or something yeah, from yeah, her. Yeah. Like yeah. I met this guy. His name is Ricardo. <laughs> like <laughs> right. something like that. That would, be, yeah. that would be genuinely entertaining. Not the fact that. Richard also looks back at Tony Danza and winks like, oh, yeah, I got it's this. going down yeah, yeah, on yeah. vacation. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's such a bizarre 
quote unquote ending because it's the movie's still not over. No, no, we have well because we really it's not the daughter daddy daughter relationship that's the focus. It's the daddy psychiatrist relationship. Yes, so that is how we have to, to end this mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. We get back to that. These two are at odds with each other. They're both at neck braces. And um, yes. they're going to have their own talk show. The ratings went so high the day Danza went in there and confronted him. Now that's going to be the new talk show. Uh, the new the radio talk show talk where show. they argue with each other. I guess. And possibly have a fist fight. Maybe. I, yeah. I they're looking know. for blood. They're, it's for the ratings. It's for the ratings, really. And it's that weird schlub of an assistant of his who's like, this is going to be great. Yeah. You know. I'm, I'm surprised they don't say something like it's Jerry Springer radio. Like I'm surprised. I don't. Jerry Springer wasn't around then. I don't think. Oh yeah, that was might, it? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe he was around, but wasn't what he yeah, yeah. was then later. Yeah. So they agree that this is going to be great for ratings. This is what the radio is going. And how does Wallace Shawn have a neck break? What did he do? We watched uh, Tony Danza fall out a window. I don't oh, know. also, he didn't just fall out a window. He fell. Three stories. Yeah, he took quite the fall. And yeah. he isn't dead. That's amazing. He didn't break a bone, just injured but the neck. Wallace Shawn hurt his neck like running, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But So then, the way this movie ends is, of course, the doorbell rings, Tony Danza opens it. There's oh, yeah. a kid, like a legit child there. And yeah. he's like, oh, you know what? Katie's not around. Yeah. <laughs> Well, again, all age ranges. Katie's open to all age ranges. I guess so. But P.S., it's not for Katie. No. The other it's... little daughter does the same stair, slow motion, down the stairs, Venus, if you will, dance. Yeah. Or kind walk. of wearing the same thing. Very similar outfit. The knee yeah. highs, the white. And it's it's all going to go all over again. He's got two daughters. You have three. One of which is singing. Is that... Is that... My, my dog. End, or no, is that on my your... dog is now itchy. Oh She's itchy. my god! <laughs> Very itchy, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So now it's a whole like, oh no, my other daughter. Yeah. Ah, she's out of control now. Yeah. Dun dun. The end of the movie. And that's how we end it. So I, I assume you loved it. No. Um. No. 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 I, uh, I didn't like this no. at all. Kind of. I mean. Like I said, there was one or two times like the beach scene was okay. Mm-hmm. There was a line or two that was all right, but like it was just kind of boring. Like I, I was, I was pretty bored with this movie. It's going to be one. I would not put it in the Red Sonia Tron level, right? But yeah. I am going to forget about this movie, yeah. fairly quickly. I think. I think because of Danza's presence, like it wasn't mm-hmm. a, a Red Sonia Tron where you were just like, so like sometimes you just want the next scene, you just want the ending right. to come. And it was, I wouldn't say enjoyable or interesting. I don't know what the word is to see what was going to happen next. Okay. And again, I think it was more just about watching Danza and his goofy reactions. Yeah. For me, there was a little bit of nostalgia having watched it as a sure. kid, like remembering, oh yeah, I remember that scene. I remember, I don't remember, I didn't remember rather the, um, the whole drag racing and all that, or the Matthew Perry rapey thing. Um, but I guess I probably didn't understand that when I was a kid. So maybe that's why I blanked it all out. But, um, right. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it was. Yeah. I, just I think like I have to say out of our two Danza movies, I think going ape is definitely the winner. <laughs> yeah. Going ape is the winner hands down. Yeah. And you say two movies. Oh, well, I'm going to, I'm yeah, going to throw Hollywood nights in yeah. there and say, 
Going Ape was better than better that. Than, I agree. I totally <laughs> like, agree. It's yeah. it's it's weird. Yeah, this movie, um, it's not so bad. Mm-mm. It's like offensive no. and i think that's the problem like i had no reaction to this yeah it wasn't it's very lukewarm good yeah. it wasn't mm-hmm. bad it was just like oh this is a thing and honestly if you want to see tony danza be a dad just watch who's the boss it's a watch lot who's more entertaining yeah. it's a lot yeah. yeah yeah like i said earlier watch it until samantha like goes to college yeah you and don't have to watch that last season that. or two yeah and jonathan's all awkward looking as he gets older it's just right. better to not yes. yeah i mean he's He's working on his sexuality at that point. Oh, so that's he's true. trying to that's figure true. things out you're right, you're right. on and off set, I think. Probably. Oh, so what am I recommending? Yeah. I'm going to recommend a movie that's very different than this one. Uh, another Wallace Shawn movie. Okay. It is called Vanya on 42nd Street, and mm. it's kind of a play. It's really interesting. It has uh, Julianne Moore's in it. And it's all about these actors who have been rehearsing this play. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a it's almost like a documentary because all they're doing is they're putting on this play in an abandoned theater Ooh. in their street clothes. Like they're not like there really aren't sets. There isn't hmm. anything, but it's shot like you would shoot a movie production of a play, but they're just like putting it on for friends. It's really interesting oh. and it's a very good play. And Wallace Shawn has like the main role in it and um He's really great. Any, anytime I, I see him pop up in something, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, okay, this can't be bad. No, I, I agree. There's going to be something interesting about this. Maybe a little heady. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay, good. I've never seen that. I would. What year? It's not 80s, right? It's, no, it's 94. Okay. okay. Yeah. So what about you? Well, first what I What Tony gonna... Danza movie are you going to recommend? The trash picking, field goal kicking Philadelphia Phenomenon, which no. is a movie he made where he was a garbage man that became... A kicker for the Philadelphia Eagles. Beautiful. How uplifting. Yeah. Now, now, and you know, sometimes I don't recommend movies. I'll recommend um, like a moment to have or music or a book. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to recommend Tony Danza had a CD he put out. It's called Mm -hmm. Tony Danza, The House I Live In. I own it. Wait and a minute. And he's Hold got on. some wonderful tracks on there. It's Tony Danza singing, and he has a lovely, lovely voice. He sings Penny, Pennies from Heaven, I'll Be Seeing You, and he even does what? a beautiful rendition of God Bless America. That that no. might be what you want to end the show with when you put this all together. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's just riveting. Oh, my God. Yes. What? It was made in 2016. It's called Tony Danza, The House I Live In. It's also available as oh a download if you'd like to just listen to it as quickly as you can. Why didn't he, Bruce Willis, and Eddie Murphy like start Get a, a super little likes, right? <laughs> yeah. I wonder the same thing. I do. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's great. I had yeah. no idea that he had released an album yeah. or recorded an album. Yeah, he sure did. He's got a lovely voice. So, oh, my God. Yeah, I think that our if, if our audiences are Tony Danza fans at wow. all, they should check it out. Oh. Oh, and also, uh, I I noticed this because my kids are now super into Saved by the Bell. Oh, okay. And the youngest daughter in this movie played oh. uh, Kelly Kapowski's sister oh, in an episode of Saved by the Bell. I could see her. She's got a very younger sister-y, yeah. All right. Well, th- that ends our Kwanzaa with Danza. We're, we're done. December done, Danza done. That's how we yeah. roll. 
Yeah. We're going to have to, you know, we have an entire year to think about our next December theme month. So right. But know. we're coming Start in thinking. strong in 2019. Wow, 2019. We are coming in strong in 2019. And... You might not know this, Jamie, but um, January is Blood Donor Awareness Month. Oh, just, I didn't. just in case, I you know, in case you were know. looking to give blood or looking for that perfect time, it would be in January. Okay. okay, okay. So my first thought was vampires, but no, oh, Halloween no. wasn't that long ago. I don't yeah. want to do anything scary. So okay. we are going to go to a genre that we don't really do a whole lot. I realize we don't do a lot of action movies. Mm-mm. Um, and we're going to fix that for our Patreon. We're oh, going to yeah. do one a year, definitely. Um, but we're going to do the Jean-Claude Van Damme Ooh. film, Bloodsport. Yikes. It's like a tournament fighting movie. Ooh, I am not so, going to stomach this well, but that's nope, okay. Lots of, lots of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Lots of other wild accents as well. So oh we will check that out. It's a movie I haven't seen since I was very young and am possibly looking forward to revisiting All it. Right. I don't All know. Right. So yeah, so that'll that'll be in two weeks. So everybody have a great um this is coming out yeah, this is coming out after Christmas, Merry after new Kwanzaa, year, Merry new year. after Hanukkah. Have yeah. a great new year. Yeah. And we will see you early in twenty nineteen with blood sports. Oh boy. All right. right. Thanks, everyone. Okay. And I hope our patrons enjoyed the nearly two-hour-long episode they just listened to. Everybody else is like, what? This was only an hour ten. (laughs) (laughs) You're missing out on a lot of content. Lots of of good stuff there. Lots of breaks. Who knows? Don't know if Jamie sang until I listen back to it. (laughs) I have no idea. You might have a treat ahead of you. (laughs) Okay, great. Uh, everybody, we will talk to you soon. Like we said, go to Patreon, go to um, Facebook, go to Twitter, go to uh, Instagram. We have merch on T Public. Yeah, get some merch. And tell us what merch you want us to make. Yeah. I'm we'll not we'll, we'll to. customize the merch. We'll do it. Customize, yes. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. Okay, everybody, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Ciao. I don't know where you It's it's like that. What's that? Um, to catch a predator? Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. Matthew Perry should have been like, oh, I have some wine coolers. Yeah, yeah I I brought the condoms. I don't know why I have them, but they're in my car. <laughs>